You know who the fuck this is? It's the hardest. Spitting. M.O.P. What up, people? Welcome to another episode of Chin Check, bringing you some MMA, just fighting news. Um, it's been a busy week, man. Wasn't able to see the Paul Dispense fight. Ah, wasn't be able to see the um, Bellator fights because Bellator coverage in the UK is a bullshit. But I did catch Fight Night 160, Jack Hermanson against Jarrah Cannonier. So that's what you're getting this week, people. So let's get into it, right? Boom. Okay, people, so just had UFC Fight Night 160, Jack Hermanson against Gerard Cannonier. And um, this was taking place at the uh, Royal Arena Copenhagen, which also marks the UFC's first visit to Copenhagen. And um, yeah. What a fun card. Had some real good fights on that main card. And just not just the main card, man. Like the um the prelims. There was some tasty shit going down on the prelims, man. You know? Um I think the first fight that was probably a big surprise. Mark DeCasey v. Lando Venada. So, first round starts. And, um, you know, both guys are real fast. You know what I mean? Both guys, you know, they throw. But um, DeCasey, uh, he was landing first. Out of the two, DeCasey was the one landing first. And... So, uh, also, surprisingly enough, he got a takedown towards the end of the round, which like, I don't think anyone saw coming. Second round, um, and yeah, the Casey's continuing to light up Venanda. Um, Venanda. You know, he, he's keeping it simple, but really effective you know he's no longer trying to throw crazy punches and he was keeping that at a strict minimum which was good and then just more of the same in the third round he just looked a step above Lando which was crazy. So Lando was trying to hit him, throwing like big punches, just not landing. And I think in the past, we have seen the KZ get mad, reckless, and get caught with stuff. Yo, that wasn't the case this fight. So um, he gets a, a nice unanimous decision. Second round. Um. And, you know, before I get into the next fight, actually, I, I think everyone going in probably had Lando winning that fight. You know, another 
fight, so the next fight even, it was Lena Landsberg. So she was wasn't a hometown fighter, but closer to. And I believe she trains in Denmark. She's a Swedish, but I think she drives and trains in Denmark. So yeah, we had Lena Landsberg against Macy Chason. And Chason, yo, since coming off that ultimate fighter, damn, she has just looked so sensational. Just, I think it's, it was just the kind of variety that she has in her attacks. You know, the different kicks, the different angles on the punches, the constant movement, the takedowns, everything. She just looks good. And Landsberg, you know what you're going to get. She's a little, um, I'm not, I wouldn't say one-dimensional, but she does vary it up, but you just know what's coming. You know, she doesn't really veer from a, um, a game plan. So, yeah, so going into this fight, so I would say um, the first round, like, Shasan had the first round. Um, there's, you know, she, she was, and she had good movement, she was fast, she was just, she looked pretty good. Right after the first round, though, Landsberg was, but she and she couldn't take, as I say, she couldn't take Landsberg down. She was trying to take her down, couldn't take Landsberg down. But so she held like there wasn't a lot happening in that first round. But Chasson had her against the fence. And, and was just landing a few punches, a few elbows. Nothing crazy, but she controlled that first round. Second round, though, Landsberg took her down. Like, Chazon couldn't take Landsberg down. Landsberg took Chazon down and then pretty much controlled her on the ground. Like, Chazon, she just couldn't get up couldn't get up, just didn't, just looked lost, which was really weird, like, we've never, I don't think we've seen her so far look as out of sorts as she did in this fight, she just didn't seem to know what to do whatsoever, and, um, yeah, so Landsberg controlled that round, set third round, Pretty much the same. This time, Landsberg landed more ground and pound. But yeah, took Jason down and then just controlled it. It was a weird fight. Just a weird fight. I don't think anyone suspect. I and I even believe Macy Jason was the biggest favorite. On the card. That I believe that was the fact going in. Which is insane after you you, know, you watch the fight. So next up was um Chiga Chikade yeah, Chika Kidays 
against Brandon Davis. Now, Giga, like, he's been a real good, he's a real good kickboxer. I've seen him fight a lot in glory. Um, and, um, yeah, so I think the funny thing is, so Brandon Davis, he, um, the previous fight, he had dropped down to uh, Bantamweight. So, yeah, this was at um, uh, Featherweight. Yeah, Featherweight, 145. And he dropped down to Bantamweight, which was crazy. So, basically, I think he had to run um, like a, something like a marathon a day to keep that weight off. So, he'd moved up. And, um, yeah, the fight was good. I'd say Giga... In the first round, he threw some real nice kicks and feints early that seemed to be confusing Davis. Um, Davis did take him down uh, later in the round, but he didn't really land anything. Um, Jiga was able to reverse, and um, yeah, he... he um, Really landed some damage. Yo, he really landed damage at the end of the round. And, um, yeah, it, so it was just, yeah, I think Giga took the first round. Um, so second round, Giga, like, he spent the round really lighting Brandon up. Really, like, Basically, Davis just didn't really, he just seemed to step behind. Now, he did get a takedown again, but couldn't hold Chiga, and he pretty much got up straight away. So, third round, it was, it was like stand-up. It was, it was a stand-up pretty much of the same um, and Giga, he, like, he, he had slowed down, he had slowed, but he was still landing enough to win the fight, you know, like, Davis probably landed the most in the third round, but I kind of felt that Giga had done enough, you know, uh, so the weird thing was, at the end of the fight, it, it was it was given as a draw, which seemed so crazy, just really really insane. Um, later on, though, later on, I think it was uh, just before, I think just before the last fight on the prelims, um, news came. That there'd been a miscalculation. And Giga did get. Yeah. He did get a split decision win. Which was just like. Yeah. That's good. Because if he hadn't have won. That would have just been insane. Right, so that yeah. That was a, was a little weird. Uh, so then I think. We'll jump to the last fight. 
in the prelims, we had John Phillips against Alan Amadeski. Um, and this was at middleweight. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Phillips's previous fight, it, was, it wasn't a great fight. So, you know, he I feel he did need a win coming into this. And, um, yeah, I, so I think both fighters came out swinging. They were really going for that big, heavy shot. Thing was, Phillips landed first. Phil, like they both were swinging, but Phillips was the first punch to land, and it rocked Amandeski. You know, Phillips then landed again, another straight, which, which put Amandeski down. And the thing was. Ain't everyone thought Amadeski was probably done. So Phillips just he looked at the ref. He's like, You gonna call it ref? Ref is just like, nah, nah, ain't calling this son. So um yeah. <laughs> so Phillips, yeah, he just landed um a, a couple ground the pound shots. It it was done. It was you know what I mean? I don't think those shots were really needed. I think the fight was done when Amandeski hit the ground but yeah after a couple of shots referee jumped in and was like all right all right yeah I think it's done now I think it's over so yeah like was a, a, a crazy fight crowd went insane like ah crowd lost their minds because I think it was only like 14 seconds 14 seconds you know yeah, crazy. So, now we're on the main card. And it's starting off... Main card starting with the um, the first home fighter of the night. So, we had um, Nicholas Dolby making his return to the Octagon against Alex Oliveira. So... Not the um easiest fights to come back to, right? You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's a welterweight fight, and um, I'd say first round had a lot of good moments from both fighters, really. You know, I, I think they were both throwing good shots, good combinations, there was some good movement, you're doing these things, you know, each throwing um near misses on kicks and everything like that like yeah um but alex vera alex uh, olivera he did land a takedown towards the end of the round he did land a takedown which just thinking mm, would, would you know how are the judges going to look at that w was that enough to give him the round Hmm, it was a close one. Second round, ah, this one was was difficult. You know, as difficult he um with um Dolby um finding his gear. Like 
No, so no, not difficulty. I mean, sorry, he 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 really found his gear in this round. Like he landed really well on the feet, and he got a couple of takedown reversals. So yeah, Oliveira got a takedown, but did you know what I mean? Didn't hold straight away. It was reversed. Yo, straight away. And that happened a couple of times. And um, when he got those reversals, he landed some ground and pound. Yo, it, it, it wasn't quite Gunnar, ne- Gunnar Nelson, Alex Oliveira ground and pound. Wasn't quite on that level. But he did land some good shots. And you did feel that Oliveira w- was very disheartened. Like, as that round was going on, it did seem that he was very disheartened. So, the first, third round, and um, Dolby was landing. Uh, but Oliveira, he got a couple of takedowns. Um, towards the end, Dolby got a reversal. And, um, yeah, he... So, I think, right... Dolby's landing. He's landed some good shots, but Oliveira gets a couple of takedowns. Do you know? He's got a little bit of control time in there. I think we had, man, maybe a minute, a minute and a half left. Dolby reverses a takedown and then goes to town. He is throwing leather, serious leather. And the intensity of the ground and pound, I think that was the thing that swung the fight. Um, Though it was a unanimous decision to Dolby, but I do think if he hadn't have got the reversal, and even if he had got the reversal, if he had just lied on top, he may have lost. But the, the the level of ferocity in that ground and pound, I think the judges were like, "Yeah, no, that that's all him, that's all him," you know. So yeah, it was a, a you know definitely a good one for the um for the Danes, and um yeah, so the next fight, so this was at light heavyweight. And we had Oven St. Prue against Mikhail Olek Olek Jesus Olek Sejek. Yeah. Um we call him Mikhail. <laughs> but um Yo, I have to say this was crazy. Mikhail, he came out. Just hotter than hot. Hotter than hot. He was throwing just crazy combinations. But look, I have to I have to point out. I have to point out, man. St. Prue had a six inch reach advantage. Six inch reach advantage. But Mikel he was landing combinations. He was landing body shots. Yo. Man. He, he he just. 
couldn't be touched. OSP probably landed more towards the end of the round. But, man, Mikel was just lighting him up. He was using OSP as a punch bag in that first round. It looked like a training session. That's how frigging crazy it was. You know? Second round started. And, um, you know, Mikhail is still coming forward. Um, He's still coming forward. But he's a little bit slower in this round. He's a little bit slower. And now OSP, he's throwing kicks. First round, didn't throw any kicks. Second round, OSP's like, oh yeah, I've got legs. And so he's throwing some throwing some real good kicks that are very effective. You know, throwing Mikhail off his guard, off, 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 just out of his stride. You know what I mean? Disrupting that stride, which then means, hey, the punches aren't coming. So, um, yeah, OSP's doing a real good job at that. And um, I think midway through the round, OSP lands a trip. Lands a trip on Mikhail. So, he gets him on the ground. And, like, he's... Mikhail's on the ground. OSP's still on his feet. But he's kind of, like, he's pinning him down with his shoulder. So, he, he, you know, he's bent over, he's pinning Mikhail down. Gets Mikhail's arm, which is to the side, and puts it over his neck. Puts it over his neck. I mean, like, I think as soon as he done that, everyone's just like, nah, he's not. He's, he, he, he's not going for it. He's not going for it. Mikhail didn't, though. <laughs> Mikel just seemed oblivious And yeah That's right people OSP landed his Fourth His fourth Van Fluke choke In the UFC Just craziness Well, It's just like What is going on It was, it was just Insane, and especially because he, he was getting lit up so much in that first round. Yo, you just really thought that this was all Mikel. You thought Mikel was going to run away with this shit. But, um, yeah, no. OSP, hey, he gets a sub in the second. <laughs> so I I mean there's a real big um a real big case for the Van Fluke to be the the, the sorry the Von Prue now. <laughs> because four he's had four in the UFC. It's just crazy. Alright, so the next fight is Ion Kutalabra against Khalil Roundtree. And Khalil has been looking, since he got knocked out by Johnny Walker, yo, he went to Thailand, came back a different fighter, just looked so good, 
So it's a bit like, and and after you know, like Kutalabu is good, but he he's he's very reckless, and it's why he's lost a lot of fights, you know. So you're kind of thinking, all right, this is gonna be Roundtree, man. You know what I mean? Um, and that in the first, so the first round, Roundtree, he comes out. Moving forward and lands a huge kick to um, Kutalaba's midriff. You just heard the impact. It was just like whack. But Kutalaba catches the kick and um, he just uses it to take Roundtree down. Like he got up. But Kutalaba, he just took him down again. And, um, yeah, once he got him down again, he just went all in on the ground and pound. He landed so many elbows. It was, like, it was weird. At first, you're thinking, like, when the first couple land, you're like, okay, like Roundtree's just gonna, you know, he he he's going to um, just make a move. Yeah, he's gonna get out of this situation, but then just more and more and more rain down. It was like, oh no, this is oh, this is horrible. And yeah, referee stopped the fight. Was um yeah, bit of a shock, bit of a surprise. You know, but a real good win for um Kutalabra, for sure. So next fight is at welterweight, and we've got Gilbert Burns against Gunnar Nelson. So Gunny, you know, he's Norwegian, but he's Scandinavia, so he's kind of the hometown fighter. And um, I believe Burns. Took this fight on two weeks notice. Yeah, so it's just like, hmm. But they are both jujitsu black belts. Yeah, so it's a bit like, ah, who's got the edge here? You know, um, so first round, it was very tentative. You know, both, it's like, it was, they're playing chess here. No, neither wanted to be on bottom. So they were really playing it safe. I'd say um Burns, he was throwing a lot of kicks. Um, especially the calf kicks. Nelson, um Ink I don't know, he he um seemed to be like kind of pressing using these weird karate stance on burns um yeah uh, like he 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 stuffed a burns takedown early um and kind of used that the the attempt to get on top of burns you know so yeah like you think with that, with the round finishing with Nelson on top, 
he probably took the first round. Second round, um, now, Nelson, he came out and he's throwing some combos. And, you know, he's landing pretty well. But, you know, Burns is, um, you know, he's throwing. He's still throwing those calf kicks. Um, towards the end of the round, he lands a flying knee on Nelson. And he gets a takedown. So he really finishes big. And um, I think you notice that the calf kicks that Burns is throwing is having an impact on Nelson. Like he's got a huge ass welt on his leg. It just looked nasty. So you're just thinking like, oh, Burns is, you know, he's coming into this. And he probably took that second round. So the third round, man, it was close. Third round started really close. But then just Burns gets a couple of takedowns. You know, he he gets a couple of takedowns and just starts to kind of pull away. Starts to pull away on Nelson. As I, I think the thing with this fight was we saw Burns adapt. In the fight. But we didn't see that from Nelson. Like Nelson. You know. He started off okay. But the game plan. Just stopped working. It stopped being effective. And he didn't know what to do from there. Like. Nelson. He doesn't have like wrestling takedowns. His takedowns are against the fence. Or like some. Kind of throws. So if he can't get those. He's kind of stuck. Because he he tried the single leg. The double legs. Just weren't working. Really just weren't working. Even when at the beginning. He started off with like. Closed hands. Just couldn't get the takedowns. So you, you just wonder. How much is Nelson's game. Evolving. Like a lot of other people in that division are evolving. Nelson has seemed to have plateaued a bit. I don't know if if he's just losing the drive or something. But I think he needs to go away and just really assess his game. And, and just make some wholesale changes. You know, otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen with him. So next up, yo, the um the second Dane on the card, it's um Marco Madsen, the Olympian, fighting Danilo Belurudo. Um and this was at Lightweight. Man <laughs> this this fight didn't last long, people didn't last long at all I think like you know Madsen is a wrestler so you're expecting him to try for takedowns he didn't even really disguise it he just went straight at Bellarado with a takedown and and just took him down just basically took him across the cage and took him down um 
Like, man, it 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 just wasn't. It, it like as soon as he got him down, it just wasn't even anything. He just blitzed with elbows, and that was it. So he just went full Hulk and just obliterated Bellerado, man. Referee had to stop it. It was done. And so that was the co-main event. Um, so, yeah, the main event, the main event, the fight everyone had come for, Jared the Killer Gorilla Cannoneer. Against you know, the on fire Jack to Joker Hermanson and Herman like Hermanson was a lot higher in the division. You were kind of thinking, so this was at middleweight, right? So you were kind of thinking with a big win here, Hermanson could have possibly got the winner. Of the Whitaker Anasanya fight. That's how much of a streak Manson had been on going into this fight. So you're just like, oh, this is a risky fight to take. But I have to say, like, Manson was just like, look, I feel I'm the best, right? I feel I'm the best in the world. And I'm going to be champ. And if I'm champ, I'm going to have to fight everyone anyway. So, fuck, I'll fight Cannoneer. Whatever. I don't care. And, um, yeah, so, first round, Nansen, man, he, he's really pressuring Cannoneer. And, um, yo, he, he's throwing up that jab. He's He's moving. And I have to point out, right, so in fights, you you look at Cannoneer against his opponent and you just think he is huge. Like, Killer Gorilla is an apt nickname. He just looks huge. But against Hermanson, Cannoneer looks smaller than Hermanson. That's something I'd like to point out. Cannoneer did look like the smaller fighter. Um, so, yeah, Hermanson is, he's pressuring, pressuring Cannoneer, gets a couple of takedowns, one of which was a suplex, have to say, suplex, it wasn't the best suplex you've seen, now a suplex, right, you, you're throwing your opponent over your head, with your hands on the, around his waist, so, he comes down, so your opponent is hitting the canvas first, with he his back, you know, his neck, his head, that should be hitting the canvas first, in this suplex, like, Hanansa's head hit first, um, so it, it, you're, it wasn't the best of suplexes, but he got Cannoneer down, and he did take Cannoneer's back, Yo, threatening with that rear naked choke. So, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't looking good for a moment there for, um, yeah, for Cannoneer. But, yo, Cannoneer gets up. 
Gary manages to get out of trouble, get to his feet, and he, you know, one thing we've noticed with Cannoneer, right? So at the beginning of a fight, he might get taken down. But as the round goes on, he's able to stuff the takedowns. I don't even know what it is. I don't know why he can't do it at the beginning. But as that fight goes on, he's stuffing your takedowns. And that's what happened. Gets to his feet. He's stuffing the takedowns. And he starts to land. He starts to land on Hananson. Yuri, he, he's he's throwing out some real good jabs. He's um he's landing some good kicks. He, he's kind of he ended very strong. Very strong. So you're just like, ooh, now this is getting interesting. So second round starts. I remember this is a five round fight, right? So the second round starts, and, and Anderson's like, "All right, pressure worked in that first round, so I'm gonna do that again." And so he came out, and um, yeah, he he came out fast, looking to put that pressure on. He goes for a takedown straight away. You know how to counter a straight da- a, a takedown? Well, you can sprawl. Or you can do what Cannoneer did. And he threw an uppercut. On the money. On the money, baby. Do you know what I mean? And, yo. Hermanson was rocked. Like, he's staggering backwards. Cannoneer kind of gives him a little shove. Hermanson goes down, goes down, and um, Cannoneer gets on top, and he is methodical, methodical, mm, methodical, it sounds, I think it sounds right, sounds wrong though as well, but you know what I mean people, he is throwing just precise ground and pound, Heavy, heavy shots. He's like punches, hammer fists, elbows. He's mixing it up, but he's not relenting. He is not relenting. He is coming down hard. And the only thing the ref can do is call that fight. Call that fight. That's right, people. Jarrod the Killer Gorilla Cannoneer gets the win. Gets the win. God damn it, man. Woo. Weren't bad at all. Weren't bad at all, people. You know? So, yeah, that was it. That was it. And um, it was, it, it was, it was a fun-ass time. You know what I mean? It was a fun-ass time. Woo! Yeah, some some good shit happened, people. Some good shit happened for sure. And Cannoneer, maybe he gets the winner of um Woodica Anasanya. Who knows? He's had a, some good victories. He he's on a hot one now. So yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? But yeah, walks away with the win. Oh, um, 
I should say the bonuses for the night. There was no fight of the night bonus. So performance bonuses went to Jack Shaw, John Phillips. So the two Welsh guys got bonuses. Oven St. Prue and Jared Cannonier. Which, yeah, you know, I see that. Um, I think the big news is all about next week. We've got UFC 243 from the Marvel Stadium in Australia. Oh, man. Which which make the Marvel Stadium, which makes sense with Adesanya on the card, comic book fighter man against Robert Whittaker. This is going to be good. And co-main event, Al Aya Quinter against Dan Hooker. How good is that? Like tied to Avassa against Sergei Spivovic. Um Luke Jumo against Diego Lima. Uh, Justin Taffer against Jorgen de Castro. Um, so there was also meant to be Holly Holm against Raquel Pennington, but due to injury, that fight has been um, that fight has been taken off the card. But there's still good fights, man. There's some good fights. Megan Anderson is back. Showing she's back, so it'll be interesting to see if she can get back into the winning ways. But yeah, looking forward to this card for sure. So yeah, get back, come back next week, people, and we will be talking UFC. 243 Okay people So we're coming to the end of an episode A bit of fight news Before we bounce Um So Ben Henderson Uh Who else won Petrucci Pitbull They both won At the weekend in Bellator Masasi won against Lieto Machida. So yeah, you know what I mean? They they were big fights over in that one. Um we got James Gallagher, he got a quick win. I think the biggest Bellator news might be Chris Cyborg is gonna be fighting Julia Budd um I believe in January. But I mean it's big news, but it's what was to be expected. Yeah, I, I don't think there was any other fight that they could have put Cyborg in. I think if they'd put her in anything else, it, it would have just been a bit of a joke, you know? Uh, right, so the other big news. Is, and there is some big news, people. Um, oh, I can't remember if he mentioned it last week, but um, Jeremy Stevens, Yaya Rodriguez has been booked as the co-main event of UFC Boston. Um, we've also got uh, bum, 
What have we got? So Kevin Holland is going to be fighting Brendan Allen at USP, UFC on ESPN 6. Um, we have also got um, Gregor Gillespie against Kevin Lee. Madison Square Gardens UFC 244, which is a good fight, man. That's a good fight. Uh, oh, Vanderlei Silva, no longer at Bellator and is tr- looking for a contract at Bare Knuckle FC. Huh. Yeah, okay. It's kind of kind of weird right um matt brown is hoping to fight carlos condont sometime so renan barrera barraro and douglas silva de Andre are both moving up to featherweight for a fight at ufc sao paulo shogun rua is fighting sam alvey at um, UFC Sao Paulo. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting fight. Um, I, I think... I think that might be it, though, people. You know? I, yeah, I, I, I think that's the... Um, that's the big news. Oh, and also... Also... It... Word is... That... Kamar Usman against Colby Covington has been made for UFC 245. So, yeah, that's it, people. We'll be back next week bringing you that Australia card, Whitaker Adesanya. So, tune in next Wednesday. We got you. Peace.